Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and... Flick. <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I do that? Okay. Last week, the party arrived back at the temple in hopes of having a conversation with the orcs and Yuan-Ti they'd spotted there twice before. So to be cute. honest, I'm still not totally clear why they, what they wanted to talk about, but it doesn't matter because as soon as Bria and Flick presented the Shimmer Scale and the Fire Shield, the orcs and Yuan-Ti became extremely hostile, demanding the party turn over the items or be destroyed. Will this misunderstanding reach a peaceful conclusion like our adventurers hope, or will they be forced to fight for their lives or flee? And just why did these creatures react so strongly to those two items? Let's maybe find out. Hey, y'all. Hey, Hello. Hi. Hello. So it's going super well. Mm-hmm. Um, Bria was shot out of the sky, but was brought back to consciousness by Flick. But currently, the orcs have possession of Flick's bag of holding, which contains currently the shimmer scale. Yeah, same, yeah. Uh, we are still in initiative, so let's just real quick recap where everybody is. So, Bria is on the ground, pretending to be unconscious, although if I recall correctly, not very well. Kit is still flying up in the air near that tree branch that Bria was sitting on. Flick is being grappled by an orc who is right next to Bria's body, because Bria had the... She had mage-handed the bag, Flick's bag of holding to her, so Flick is sort of right there in the middle of it all. Nailed and it. Bizdira is currently incapacitated, although uh, that, I think, is going to change uh, very soon. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So she's sort of... She's actually sitting right where you guys started, like 10 feet out from the... With, like, a sandwich halfway to her mouth. No, that's not true, but I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in this initiative order, uh, I have to tell you, Bria, you're up. <laughs> I was. She's totally not up though. She's down. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Um. Okay. Great. Well, you're just gonna have to deal with some editing here. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I called you out for it last week, so I guess that's what that's what I deserve. Um. Mm, and I have my shield. Kit does not have my shield. You have your shield. Yeah. I assume that you hitched it back onto your back. Okay, um, I'm going to make the executive decision here. I'm going to take the shield off (laughs) of my back. So you're going to sit up, startling one of the orcs who didn't notice that you were conscious. I'm going to take the shield off of my back, and I'm going to say, Please stop the fighting! (laughs) (laughs) She was possessed by the spirit of baby hawks? What was that? (laughs) Please stop, sir! (laughs) Please, sir, Please, I want to I know want to more. Fighting. I want to talk. I oh want to know God. more. <laughs> and I am going to set it on the ground in front of me, effectively dropping okay. my AC back down to 14. Okay. Which makes me cry. Um, <laughs> and uh, before I lift my hands off of it, I'm going to look around and see if they're going to stop. Okay. At that moment... When that happens, so the orc leader is right sort of near you. The Yuan-Ti leader is uh, a little ways away, but the orc leader is right there. It's it's not currently their turn, but he sees it and holds up his hand for the others to stop. The ones that are currently grappling Flick and Bizdira don't let them go, but uh, weapons sort of, like, aren't replaced in their sheaths, but are, like, held down a little bit while they wait for 
to make sure that their leader gets possession of this item. Uh, anything else, Bria? Um, can I talk a little bit more? Sure. So I'm going to start to raise my hands off of it and say, okay. let's leave this in the center. You already have one. Let's have a conversation. Persuasion? Yes, please. <laughs> Come on, dice. I'm going to use my inspiration point. Okay. <laughs> Well, that reminds me, I'm thinking, so a bunch of streamers and podcasts that I have heard of have this rule where if one of your dice, when you're rolling, falls off the table, you have disadvantage on that roll. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Panicked looks from everyone. I hate it. <laughs> I'm not instituting it yet. I'm gonna buy a box. <laughs> no, some of us have very limited, itty bitty living space when we record. Yeah. I mean, it applies, it applies to me too. It applies to me too. So thank goodness I used that because I rolled a two on Excellent. the dice I was going to use, or the die, okay. excuse me, the die I was going to thank use. Thank you. Singular. <laughs> our listeners should read through all of our text threads with you making fun of us. Um, but yes. Oh, that wasn't on air, was it? Actual persuasion roll was a 20. Okay. So, Kit, anything from you? They look, they have definitely sort of stopped immediate hostilities, though how they're going to react to Bria's request remains unseen. Um, I don't want to do anything right now. I'm just trying to decide if I want to prepare something, if I don't like what they're doing. Mm, no, I'm going to I'm gonna hang tight right now. I'm going to stay in the trees and keep an eye on everything, because I don't trust them, and I don't like what's happening. <laughs> Okay, so the yuan leader at this point walks over towards Bria and the shield and uh, Flick and the orc leader and sort of for, has a little conferral moment with the orc leader uh, in hushed tones and the orc leader sort of reluctantly nods and waves to his subordinate who releases Kit, sorry, who releases Flick, God, my brain, I'm trying to work this all out as I go, who releases Flick and Bizdira, the Yuan-Ti leader uh, sort of points his little rod at Bizdira, and Bizdira, you're freed from your, like, you were just reveling in the pretty colors that that the Yuan-Ti leader had shot into the sky, and you sort of are able to shake out of it at this point. Uh, and so we can, we can drop the initiative or go into a loose sort of initiative. So... Uh, you guys all get released. Uh, the Yuan-T leader sort of nods, and let's have investigation checks to understand what he's saying. Again, I need 15 for someone to have... Okay, great. We got some 15s. So uh, you all are able to eventually understand that the Yuan-T leader has agreed to this temporary detente, although he once had understood that the she, the the key that they have will be remaining safely in their possession until these discussions are concluded. I'm going to say you can, I'm going to look at Flick and like give him a look like you be quiet. And I'll say you can <laughs> keep it, but we need the bag back. I have some um, very treasured uh, beetle husks in there that I just, I, I need them. The orc leader like sort of looks I, a little Flick is, uh, disturbed. Flick, uh. I, yes, that's Flick. that's what that's what he does. He goes, "Ugh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the orc leader does too. Uh and so he reaches into the bag and pulls out the shimmer scale and then tosses the bag back to Flick. Great. I'll take it and put it back on my I think I wear it on my like hip or whatever. I like tie yeah. it to my belt. Cool. All right. So the two leaders, the Yuan-Ti and the orc leader sort of stand on one side of the shield and they're six comrades sort of are lined up behind them and you all are on the other side 
of the shield. And the snake leader says, talk. And so that I, every time we switch who is talking, let's just have one more investigation check from everybody. If one of you gets a 15 or better, we will assume that for the duration of this conversation, a part of me really hopes that no one does, because I think that'd be amazing. But several people did. Okay, great. I have legitimately crit failed on the last two. The only <laughs> two <laughs> dice rolls. Well, fortunately, these two are ones that like your party can help you out with. So get those ones out, and then when it matters later on, they'll be gone from the system. When we're fighting them. All right, so we will assume, since several of you got it, that at some point or another, at least one of you understands and can translate this odd version of Draconic that you all are speaking. And they can do the same, right? So between the two of them, they're able to understand everything that you say. So the snake leader says, speak. Uh, Bria, do you want to go first? (laughs) Hi. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna listen to you. I don't think they're very happy with you right now. Um, <laughs> sorry. Fine, go. <laughs> I don't like being diplomat anyway, so go for it. <laughs> uh, yes, because I love it. So I am gonna sit down comfortably just to show that I'm here to have a little palaver. Palaver. Yes, I have read the gunslinger books. Um, yep. So. <laughs> I'm going to say, first, why are you so afraid of these keys? They called them keys, right? They have always referred to them as keys, yes. So I'll say, why are you so afraid of these keys? And the orc leader, I think, responds and tells you that it isn't, it's not fear. It is their duty. Do you know what's inside or have you ever seen the inside open? They both shake their heads. The snake leader says, the yuan leader rather says, uh, no. We have always discharged our duty to the fullest. None have ever entered. Who do you work for? The, I think the yuan continues to respond and says, tells you that they are members of an ancient order set to protect this temple and keep it from ever being opened. What's the name of the order? The Phoenix. <laughs> he looks at you and says, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It does to me. We're the order of you can't go inside. <laughs> I feel like it's the order of the DM didn't, doesn't want to make a name for it. <laughs> Correct. It's too old and mysterious to have a name. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, from what we've learned in our past year here, there are orcs and Yuan-Ti and kobolds who seem to each hold these keys why have you not included a kobold in your order? Uh, they both look a little surprised that apparently you got a key from the kobolds. And the yuan sort of very frankly says, We didn't know. It has ever been our sacred duty to protect this temple. It has ever been not rogue members, not exiled members, but sort of outcast members of the yuan and orcish communities here to protect this building. Since time immemorial, we have been the only members. The orcs and the auntie, not these individuals. They don't live forever. Um, I'll ask them if any of them, if they were born into this, or if any of them like have memories of like being part of their own orc and Yuanti tribes. Uh, these members have all were all born into, uh, or or selected at a very very young age, so young that they were sort of trained from their earliest memories. Okay. Why mustn't it 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 um Why mustn't it ever be opened? That is what is the phrase that I'm looking for. That is a sacred secret. Ooh, that's hard to say. Sacred secret. 
That is uh, sacred mysteries that only the initiated can know. I've come to believe from my travels here so far, and this could be wrong and you could tell me or not, but I've come to believe (laughs) that someone who would collect all of these keys might maybe be a uniter of this island. And seeing as we've collected two of them in a peaceful way... Because we didn't kill her, she killed herself. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was peaceful. Uh, yeah. Um, Kit does a little Scooby ear cock, I think. I know yeah. she's not a wolf at this point. But. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> it was peaceful, she did it to herself. Um, and she knew we'd take it, so I don't know, man. Um, anyways... Seeing as we collected these in a very peaceful and diplomatic manner, would that not... Our intent is not this minute to open this, but these are tools that seem to be helping us in order to protect the island from the dangers that we spoke of earlier. Oh, yeah. The orc the orc sort of comes back to that and says, yes, tell, tell us more of these dangers that you are toying with forces you do not understand to protect us from. Flick? <laughs> I'll relay everything about my siblings. Are you going to say they're your siblings? <sighs> uh, yeah, but I'll tell him mm, my backstory as well. So we all sit here for a couple of hours. That's why I sat down. The story of no, his life. the watered down version. I'll, um, I'll, we, I'm assuming we're eating sandwiches, so I will uh, cut a sandwich <laughs> the mom way so into little triangles and pass them Ugh. around. I'm going to take a nap in the tree. <laughs> oh, I forgot you were in the, in the tree. tree. <laughs> and by this point, my wings are gone, so who knows how I'm getting down. <laughs> really good. All right, so they sit there and listen to your story. And as you describe, in particular, the sort of the end of the story, right? As you describe what your siblings had in their possession and where they were, the two leaders become more and more both concerned but also confused. And they both sort of shake their heads and just tell you that while the key that you held certainly does have powerful magic attached to it that legends say may give you glimpses of the past, present, and future, your visions don't make sense. There cannot be another... These are the only keys. There cannot be others. Didn't they not know that there was... that the kobolds have one? So if they didn't know that there was an extra one out there, how do they (laughs) Well, they knew knew that there were three. They just didn't know where one of them was. But to your point, I mean, they obviously aren't omniscient. They don't know everything, so... Obviously not. Did you, Flick, did you tell them about the one that was, like, covered in blood or whatever that thing Yeah, I said that earlier. Yeah, so I feel like I should clarify that part of the vision... The blood wasn't, like, part of the item. It looked like they had taken it from someone in a bloody fracas. Not that the item itself is a is a blood item. Yeah, okay. That's less fun. Either way. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, it is. But I, I also felt least. like, based on some of the discussion from last week's episode, like, I feel like I was unclear and made it sound like the blood was part of the item. Uh, but even so, like, that's not a good sign. Okay. I'll tell them, I'll uh, reiterate what I was kind of saying last time, which is that um, perhaps there is, just as the orcs um, and the kobolds couldn't believe that there was another one of these keys, which they thought were, you know, I don't even know what they thought they were, protection or whatever, 
things. Um, <laughs> that uh, well, the, that I mean, perhaps the, the... there's the likelihood that something else exists and another temple exists. And when I say temple, I want to see if they react to that specific word. Uh, they've called it a temple on a couple of occasions, so they okay. they don't particularly. But they they're both sort of momentarily speechless as they sort of think about that. And finally, the orc speaks up and says it is as you say it is not impossible that there are others like this one though that would certainly upend quite a bit of what our order has been taught and teaches what well, is ancient after all i mean there's got to be a couple <laughs> things that yeah. aren't necessarily what do you mean oral history is perfect at all times let's have yeah, a discussion a about religion <laughs> <laughs> Flick, I feel like you have something to say. No? You kept leaning closer and closer to your microphone. I was like, here it comes. <laughs> no, um, I, I honestly, at this point, like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm like, well, like, literally, I mean, we do know where the third key is. Um, I mean, if they're not going to, I just think we can help, uh, like you said, like, unify the island. Um, try and, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to tell him about the um, consecrating the temple Mm because it makes it sound like we're going to take it over, Mm -hmm. which like I don't really want to do. (laughs) (laughs) So I think one of them asks that maybe the Yuan T sort of says, uh, asks you, you know, you said that you are there to protect the island from these others. But why does that require the keys? Uh, I just don't want this key to fall into the wrong hands. Or these keys and the third one as well. And they're going to say, great, we'll keep them. <laughs> well, not exactly, but they're, I mean, their point, you know, they, yeah. they do sort of question, like, who are you to say who the right and the wrong hands are? We are the guardians of this temple and have been for generations. We're on a mission from Gad, okay? <laughs> if, if they... Oh, well, in that case, please, buy and they hand it back. No. <laughs> Let's assume. Damn it, that would have been awesome if that were. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's assume for a moment that these other keys exist. And maybe they are, as Flick has said, they're the bad version of the keys, whereas these are the good version of the keys that you're protecting. So in this, like, terrible situation, if they have all three of the keys and they're working together and they have control of the power of these keys and we are just putting them in a lockbox somewhere or protecting them... That's not going to be helpful. We need the tools that we need in order to battle them if it comes to that. So we would need the power of our three keys in order to fight their three keys. Man, I'm trying here. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it was good. It was good. Uh, Let's have persuasion, see how that went while I think about their response to that. Can um, Flick, like, jingle the hat a little bit in order to help with my persuasion? (laughs) You get you get one assist from from Flick throughout this conversation. So if you want to use it now, that's cool. What do you think? I don't know that this is the big one. I don't think this is the big one yet. Um, that's up to you. You just look to me whenever you want it. <laughs> I mean, and of course, Fli- anything anything that Flick would like to would like to say that requires a persuasion, he gets his own advantage, of course. But I just mean like if you're the one to bring something up that I want a charisma roll on, you can have Flick help you once. Okay, so I feel like we should wait for the ask. 
Ooh, um, great. Uh, twenty-three. Oh, okay. All right. So it's it's compelling. Um, so one of the one of the sort of main problems that they're having is just sort of wrapping their heads around the existence of other keys, and they seem willing enough to sort of go along with this thought experiment. But that's sort of part of what's what's making them hesitate throughout this whole thing. But they kind of nod and they they say, if that danger is as powerful as you seem to indicate and if they do indeed have three keys of their own then perhaps the power of our three keys would even the odds have you any sense of where your siblings are are they nearby uh not that i know of no what we do know is that they have a year's head start on us in collecting their keys can i just say something in celestial to my cohorts about you know i don't know if this is something that we should try to work together with these guys on and also remember the gateway within the tunnels to that other thing. I don't know if that's where your siblings are or what, but that's just something to keep in mind. Well, I was thinking about that earlier because I think that maybe um, my first thought was that that's like the kobold version of this, um, since they're not included, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. That's just my first thought, but I don't actually know. Well, I mean, if if they have people, if they well, if they have creatures from like the orcs and the Yuan Ti as guardians, like there's no reason they shouldn't have a kobold, considering the fact that the kobolds did did have one of the keys. Well, that's why we came here in the first place was because Hawk said that she wanted to give them oh, yeah. some people if they would be willing to have them. She thought that they should be included. Right. Oh yeah. So is that a thing that you're bringing up to them at the moment, or are we not to that point of the conversation? It's something I want to bring up, but I feel like we're on a different topic, so changing the topic okay. is... So the Yuan-Ti leader sort of says, uh, all right, if we were to grant temporary possession of the keys to you all, it must be understood that they would be used to potentially eradicate this evil force, this threat to our island and our temple's safety. The keys can never be used to gain access to the temple itself, but must be used for their other properties. I'm lawful neutral, so... (laughs) I want that face to be visible to the listener's flick. (laughs) It's all scrunchy and upset. Well, I mean, can we consecrate a temple without going inside of it? Nope. (laughs) You're so sure of that. Uh, here, um, again, I'm lawful neutral, so I can lie to people and I don't have an issue with it. Um, I feel I'm like if we neutral. were to prove, <laughs> I feel like ah. if we were to able to prove to them, like, let's say we get this third key and we come back and we have this big battle with your siblings, then when we beat them, clearly, because we're going to beat them, because um, we're the heroes of this story. Um, until we all die, and then we have to replay the whole thing as your siblings. Like, <laughs> season four is us as the siblings. Um, that would be hilarious. We had to create your like, own narrative. I love it. <laughs> I feel like uh, that is... That would be... I, I feel like if we say yes to this now, and I know Kit's not going to go along with this, uh, if we say yes to this now, then there might be a point in the future where we could... Stick it in there. Reopen, negotiate. Stick it in there. Oh boy. Stick the keys. It's <laughs> gonna the, say reopen negotiations, but yeah, okay. I have to say, I don't like these people one bit, so I don't mind lying. To them. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I love Actually, that. I, I have a question. Finally, 
I... Flick wants to know how you become an initiate. Oh, well, so nowadays it's rare for family lines to exist within their order. Um, It used to be, like, in the early days that, you know, there were so... the, The order was so new that you could sort of... Husbands and wives would be admitted and their children would then automatically, but it's such an old order and that has sort of, I mean, obviously the amount of inbreeding that would be required to maintain that for any length of time is mind boggling. So that's not so much the case anymore. So every generation, a representative is sent to the orcs and the Yuantis here on the last refuge and uh, certain children are chosen, tested and chosen. This is a good and the time. requirements for the Yuan Ti initiates are different than the requirements for the Orc initiates. And is this a good time? For Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's this is when we want to bring up the Kobolds and their involvement. Ah, okay. So they ask a little bit. They ask you to sort of tell them a little bit about because they don't know. Like I said, they don't know anything about them really. So they ask you to tell them a little bit about the Kobolds, their society, their. So yeah. if you would like to go back and listen to our episode recap episode. Um, Flick is going to tell you another very long story (laughs) about what we've been doing for the past year. (laughs) I'm going to make Flick take a level in Bard next time. It sounds like it's going that way anyway. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, All right. So so they listen and um, they say, you know, they... they (laughs) Make sure to rate us on iTunes once you're done. Oh, God. They sort of say, essentially, they they say that they need to think on it, but it, it doesn't sound like something that is totally out of the realm of possibility, especially if one of the keys has, and I sort of technically still does, belong to them. They are a little concerned about the fact that the fire shield has been taken from the orcs, but not, I mean, they're concerned that you had it. They are also concerned, but significantly less so that, like, the orcs are no longer in possession of it, but sort of whatever. So, yeah, the fact that the kobolds had had possession of the sh- of the missing key, they sort of referred to it as, for so long, they need to talk about it, and they need to talk about sort of what all it would mean, but it certainly is not impossible to consider that perhaps the ranks of the order would be opened to kobolds in time. All right, so we can take like our that. keys and yeah. goes, then? Yeah, I'm... We're like, yeah. great, we, we got what we came here for. Right, 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 right. Do we have anything else here, Flick? That's, I'm literally racking my brain. Yep. Kit, because Kit's instincts are always right. Not that we listen to them often, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is true, though. I want to leave. <laughs> that's, that was, I'm done. <laughs> I'm glad that's your instinct, because like, I am too. <laughs> Vizdira like, has oh, her God. banjo in one hand and her weapons in the other, trying to decide what to do. I'm going to start shimmying <laughs> down the tree. <laughs> Good, make me an athletics check. La, 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 la. Ooh, an 18. Nice. All right, you get down the tree without any problem. You, you even see where the splinter was that uh, Bria got on the tree, and you're able to avoid the splinter par- portion. Portion the splinter portion. <laughs> the splinter portion. <laughs> Good lord! Have I told you the joke about my grandmother's 239 bean soup? Did it have 239 beans in it? It does, and I said, Grandma, why does it have 239 beans? And she said, If it had one more, it'd be too farty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, Bria, laugh a little bit. I don't like fart jokes. <laughs> Everybody likes a good fart joke. That's I really not where don't. I thought that like, was going. That's beautiful. I literally almost didn't watch the rest of Blazing Saddles because of that scene. And that's such <laughs> that, a good that movie. That kind of ridiculous, but... All right, so um, I think what they say is that you've given much... You've given them much to think on. 
and as a sign and, and and either you're crazy delusional fools, which they sort of think is less and less likely as they talk to you, but not a zero percent chance. We definitely are. Um, I wish you could yeah. see our faces, listeners. We all got really big <laughs> smiles. <laughs> yes, they did. While that's a possibility, it seems less and less likely. Uh, you've been able to harness the power of two of the keys. You had knowledge of things that you shouldn't have had knowledge of. So they say this. They say, as a show of good faith, will allow you to keep the fire shield key for the moment. They're going to need to discuss options overnight. You are welcome to camp here. There will be patrols. They're going to keep the... And they ask, what did you call it? The shimmer scale. <laughs> They they nod and and they sort of seem to think like that's an, an appropriate name. So they say that they're going to keep the shimmer scale key overnight while they discuss what is to be done. Can we? And the next morning they will return with their decision about how to proceed. Can we swap that? Can they take the fire shield and we keep the shimmer scale? They look real confused, but sure. And I'll just say he's Great. he's been attuned to this for a much longer time and is very. He, he sleeps with it now, and it's just, he won't be able to sleep, and it's just, it's tough. <laughs> It'd be a nightmare. Nobody, we'll be up all night with him whining. Yeah, nobody wants a, a grumpy flick in the morning, trust oh, me. God it's, knows. it's not pretty exciting. I have no, two more I, questions I, for them. Well, and I was going to say, in all seriousness, I think if I showed up back to the Cobalt yeah. tribe without the Shimmer Scale, they would flip. <laughs> like, I think Flick will actually say that. They, yeah. it would, okay. they, they would be devastated. Okay, they they clarify that they're not they have not decided to let you keep either of them permanently, That's but fine. for now while they're deciding, they will return the shimmer scale and take the fire shield. Perfect. That's fine. Yeah, great. You had two other questions, Bria? Yes. Um why was there an earthquake and why did the sky turn blue? Yeah. They don't know, but they did definitely notice it and they I think they ask if you all, because they've seen at least Flick and, and Bria, right? Cast magic? Yeah. Um, well, they didn't notice Kit, that I did. did you did, cast but... anything? I haven't cast anything, but I did, you know, sprout some wings on my back. Sure. <laughs> all right. So they, they're aware of magical capabilities, which are pretty, I mean, it seems at least from the kobolds and the orcs that you've met is, is pretty rare around here. Um, so they ask if you noticed anything else during that time. I'll tell them about the illusion stuff. Yeah, they... they Sort of not, and they say, they say that they don't know, but it's that's actually part of this whole thing and part of what they're going to be looking into as they deliberate this evening. Same topic. Yeah. Why is magic wonky sometimes? Ah, that uh, they so they say that that is has to do with our what did I call them uh, sacred secrets. Um, it is linked to our sacred secrets, but they can tell you that it is uh, sort of an ancient, what's, there's a word that is sort of more, has more gravitas and means sort of older than ancient. And I can't think of what the word is right now. Um, anyway, archaic. It is an arca- thank you. It is an archaic sort of curse on the land that is there to remind us of the sacrifices of the past. Mm. Do you have any books we can read about this place tonight? They say, no, they're sacred secrets. <laughs> sacred secrets are no fun. Yes. yes. We're like really, really slow readers, it. so we might only get through like the first two chapters of your initiate book if you want to just... They say, pass, oh, do you guys want to become along. initiates? Is that is that the deal here? You're going to pledge your lives to the protection of the temple? Fuck No. <laughs> Flick is actually not opposed. It's kind of his thing. So, <laughs> so yeah. So they say uh, they you know give you back the the shimmer scale and take the fire shield key, 
and just sort of say, you know, you've given us much to think on. Is there anything else you need from them at this point? Yes. Oh my god, you both are like ready. Um, so if we're gonna be sleeping here, um, should we be anticipating anything? Like, are you used to seeing certain things show up at night? Because my AC just dropped a little bit with you taking that shield. <laughs> They're real confused about AC, but, um, they, no, they sort of say, you know, that, uh, the area around the clearing and the temple itself is constantly patrolled by members of the Order. Uh, they won't bother you. They will be informed that you are there and you have been granted permission to uh, camp within the clearing for the night. Uh, but they'll sort of keep... They'll, they Their duty is to keep other things away from the temple, so you should be fine. Cool. That was basically what I was going to ask, too. Like, was it safe? Yeah. Yes. It is safe. All right, so they uh, sort of head off. You know, they say if you hear anything, it will more than likely be the next shift of guardians. Don't be alarmed. Uh, and that they'll be back around the same time the next day to give you their decision. Okay. And off they go. So... <laughs> Thoughts? Feelings? Woof. This Woof. was a mistake. Those are Kit's feelings. <laughs> I don't know. It's a difficult situation because, like, either we had not have done that and we try to go there and kill them and try to get into the thing and then maybe they're protecting something because maybe there's something in there. And, you know, what if we let loose the mummy, you know? like what happens in that case so you know yeah but I on the upside then brendan fraser would be a guest star on our show on our podcast and, like, that would be and amazing that's a, that's that would be great amazing. movies great movies i'm telling you yes. great <laughs> actor let's here. be honest yes yeah at least um, of the first one yeah um, yeah yeah brendan come join us but, yes. big fan brendan, big fan brendan he told fraser me. please be our guest <laughs> one of these days we need to start love you in george of the jungle too um so yeah that's kind of my thoughts. I also, I don't know. We can also ask them tomorrow if they let us take the stuff, if they have any tips for getting the key from the Yuan-Ti. Yeah, they seem to like us enough now that maybe they would give us some advice, but they also have never, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how much they actually know about those tribes anymore, you know, because they've been so removed. Mm -hmm. We should also come up with a plan for what we're going to do if they don't give us back our things or they try to take the shimmer scale or if they're like, you can only take one of them with you. What What's our next move going to be? I feel like we're not going to win that, right? Like we this we've done all the negotiating we can. Um, in that case, I would insist upon us taking the shimmer scale if they only give us one for the same reasons. Well, said. yeah. And then I'm thinking then back on it, and I'm like, well, and we know because we both. Them. I was about to say, and we well, and we're since we're attuned to those objects, we always know where they are if they're not in our possession. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we know where to find them. So even if I have to leave the shimmer scale, this is I can't believe I'm. I, DM, I can you plug your ears because these aren't actually options we're discussing? Yeah, absolutely, totally. Yeah, let me just walk <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the listeners at home, he's still here. Um. <laughs> I think, oh, I can't, I literally, yeah, I literally can't believe I'm saying this, but if we left the shimmer scale and just told the kobolds that we still have it, because I still know where it is, they're not going to, I mean, they're not going to use it for anything. They don't, you know, they didn't even really know where it was or that it existed. Um, I think once so, we get the three keys, once we get the third one, we'll come, because like, we'll know where it is. You know what I mean? Yours is, yours is more useful in a combat sense. Mine is only useful like at once every year. I can only cast prophecy once a year. So, yeah. I mean, as long as I know where it is, I'm, I'm good, you know, and I hate, I, I literally, like I said, 
can't believe I'm saying this, but maybe if we do leave the Shimmer Scale with them, it's better to have the fire the fire shield to take to the Yuan-Ti's and then ask them maybe if they know anything about the Yuan-Ti's. I, I don't know. That's just a start, I guess. Okay. I mean, either way, if we decide that to take the fire shield with us to get the third key and then come back and be like, all right, can we have the Shimmer Scale back? Because the kobolds will literally freaking mutiny and kill us all. <laughs> They can try. Um, or, I mean, try, but. they did, I mean, the kobolds have learned that the Shimmer Scale is not the source of any sort of, like, uh, sustainability for their their tribe. I mean, they did mm-hmm. say that, you know, that they've learned that it's the tribe themselves that sort of, you know, keeps right. the, mm-hmm. keeps it what it is. And so, maybe, I, I definitely don't think they're, I mean, we. I'm just not planning on mentioning it to them if we go back, you know, because I do I think we need think to go we'll explore go Chuckles and... <laughs> I, I think we know we need to go see what the other little room is about, but that's I don't know. That's um, my instinct. I don't know I have, if we want to do U on T or that first. Well, I have one more thought, and it's occurred to me from playing fighters in the past. But do we think that DM would allow us because you are attuned to this? To say that there's some sort of weapon bond where you can just summon it. Um, I mean, like, fake them out. Well, no. So in the fighter um, class, uh, if you are an Eldritch Knight, you get something called weapon bond at third level. Where you Yeah, totally. I remember this. And if you are disarmed at all, you can literally just summon it to you. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's something like that because he is attuned to this... Shimmer scale. Right. I mean, I think that's the whole point of me knowing where it is. I think that's the sort of equivalent of that in right. sort of the mechanics of the, the object. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be a little too much if there was some sort of like weapon bond on it. But I mean, we can ask him. He's going to say no. Yeah. I think um, it would have been part of the description of the, the, the scales. In the initial. I think, right. I, I think that us being attuned to it and knowing where it is is powerful enough. Like we don't need either of these things to go to the Yuanti with, but I do think it's a... Just like it was with the orcs, it's a powerful tactic to say there are more of these. Totally, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're not the only one with a fancy rock. Yeah. So I think um, we so, try to negotiate both. Then we try yeah, to negotiate one, and then we take none if we can't. Kit, did you have something to say as well? Nope. I think. What oh, are I, your thought you, I thought you waved. Kit? Sorry. Ugh, my instincts are that if we leave either one, we're never going to see it again. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think we can win in a fight. So yeah. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's get this Frosty's hat stuff going and convince him. You will see what's happening. Well, hello. Oh, hello. 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 I've been waved at. I'm back. You're gonna have Welcome. so much fun. Welcome. How did back. it go? Oh, great. We solved all of the world's problems, but we still haven't discussed what we're gonna do with this. <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear. All well, of the I last forward to hearing all of that when I edit this episode. But for the moment, I have no idea what your plan is. So. We sleep. Anything that I need to know about, right, about what you're doing on this day before you take a long rest. We're oh, going to do band gonna practice again. My question. What? Band? Pra- oh, okay. Yes, you can band practice. Does Bri- Bizira has a question for me? Yes. Uh, so I was wondering if the Shimmer Scale had some sort of thing similar to the Eldridge Knight uh, weapon bond. Oh, the the thing where the you can, like, summon it summon, from a yeah. distance. Um, no. No, I think what, I mean, I think it has a version of that sort of with like the location pinging Yeah, that's what we said earlier. Um, But at least, at least at the moment with the like amount of 
attunement you guys have done to either of those keys, uh, summoning it to you is not not an option. But an excellent thought, you sneaky little thing. <laughs> wait, so I... Fighters. Wait, <laughs> remind me, we gave them the shield to take you gave instead them the of shield. the shimmer scale? Yes. Then yes. I want to I want to spend this time attuning as much as I can to this shimmer scale. He, you okay. just said that we needed to attune it. more. Like hold it. Oh to its- no! If you remember way back when, like as you remain attuned to the shield and become more powerful yourself, other aspects of the of the shield and the shimmer scale may become revealed and available to you. But it's not about like focusing on it or band practice time. All right, band practice. Yep, band this practice. Gonna start playing the theme to Deliverance. Yes. So we all have to roll above a 10, correct? That's what you said? Uh, yes, to to begin to actually improve, which has been tough for you guys so far. Somebody crit. <laughs> no. That was okay, not a crit. So oh, maybe you did. Banjo's out. Spoons are out. Blade of Grass is found. And Singing Voice is ready. Let's start with Bizdira. I got a 10. All right. So 10. All right. So it's certainly better than last time. Uh, she begins with her little deliverance theme on the banjo. Uh, flick. Um, I find the most crisp, fresh blade of grass that you have ever seen in your, and it's lo- the length is perfect. And you, I, pu- I perfectly place it between my thumbs and I begin harmonizing lips. with the deliverance theme with, uh, <laughs> With Vizira. I didn't even hear what you said because I was so distracted by my own description. You should be glad it was kind of gross. I, no, I was Great. trying to do, I was trying to go for alliteration, whatever. I just yeah. thought that's something um, we liked. Perfectly positioning. It is something I yeah. like. So is that a crit, my friend? Yeah, I got a crit. Oh my God. So you all are like, it actually like sort of startles the three of you out of whatever music you were or weren't making because Flick is so notoriously terrible and he manages to play some notes. All right, Kit. I got an 11. Okay. That's more than 10. And it's better than you did. No, yeah, it is better it is than you better. did last time. It is better. I did bad yeah. last time. All right. All right. Bria. Seven. Oh, you ruined <laughs> it. And you were the one who was, was sort really of okay last, last time. time. Well, I don't know about that. I, it was like was, a 12 or something. Yeah, but, but I've never rolled below like a, that 12, I think. That was my worst. So like, I think because... Flick was so good that I should get to roll again because I was startled. No. That's why you were so bad because you're just I know. like started so, yeah. playing your spoons and you're like, oh God, what the it hell? It scared what me. What does that sound? I thought it was a bee coming at me, so I look, had to stop playing. I used the spoons to the bee. You guys have plenty of time to, to band practice. This one just didn't, you know, it was, you're all sort of nervous about what's going to happen the next day with these things. So I think they're all fine. Wasn't, <laughs> as a group... You're, in theory, if not mechanically, getting a little better. I mean, to be fair, Bria, you did do most of the negotiating, so it makes sense that you're a little extra nervous. I also right, was exactly. the only person... Oh, no, Flick took damage, too. Yeah. I took damage, I was tired. Was a lot more exactly. Damage. All right, so you also have a, a quasi-successful band practice. You get some sleep. The next day, you know, you all spend a little time sort of packing your things up, because one way or another, it sounds like you'll be leaving once they deliver their decision. Uh, so you pack your things up, and eventually the squad, the same squad of eight that was there yesterday, arrives to deliver their decision. They have the Shimmer Scale with them. And so they come out, uh, and the two leaders step forward like they did before. And they say to you that uh, we have reached our decision. And your arguments have persuaded us that, though we are not sure of the 
details or the exact truth of the situation in the world right now. There is more to our duty and our history than we ever knew. And so, with the understanding that, as we said yesterday, the keys must never be used to enter the temple, it is our decision that for the time being, you will be allowed to take both keys with you in the hopes of defeating this encroaching evil. However, we require a price. And that is where we're going to end it for this week. Yeah, hey. I was going to ask him if gold or body parts is what he wants. <laughs> Ten years of our lives. To do like a pound of flesh. Like I'm sure we've still Ew. got some orcs buried somewhere. Oh, he can, t- he can take 10 years off my life. I don't age. <laughs> no, stop. Yeah, Thanks so much for too. listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Jesus. Be sure to listen <laughs> next week to find out what the price is and whether or not they pay it in orc meat. Gross. Or whether or not the price is right. Uh, Sorry. No. Uh, okay. no. no. If you enjoyed your listening experience, despite that last thing, it would be the cat's pajamas if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcast from. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites, and the better our placement, the more people will get to listen. This week, we received a review all the way from the Philippines from Geo Eldred. Geo says... From the interactive storytelling to the dynamic the DM and players have, this podcast has it all. I'm a new D&D player, and this just hooks me even further into the hobby. It's easy to follow, the cast is witty and funny, DM Jazzy Hands' world-building and storytelling is simply amazing, and he utilizes the rule of cool pretty often, which makes for great scenes. Ha! I told you guys. The players really know how to find the fun and know how to roleplay well. I'm living for the occasional Hamilton references, and a big shout-out to a user on Reddit who recommended this to me when I asked for D&D podcasts with Queer Rep. I hope more people will get to listen on this fun adventure and can't wait to see where it all will go. Happy gaming and happy Pride Month, y'all. From Love from the Philippines. Well, happy gaming and happy Pride Month back to you. And thank you so much for sending us this review. It does bring up an interesting point that we just discovered. If you are outside of the continental U.S. and have left us a review, we probably haven't seen it. iTunes is only showing us the reviews that come from within the U.S. So, if you've left us a review and you live outside the U.S., shoot us a DM on Twitter or on Instagram or send us an email and let us know. We want to make sure that we don't miss any of these great reviews and that nobody gets cheated out of a chance to enter the raffle. Speaking of the raffle, you still have three weeks to review the show and get entered into our raffle to win some Last Refuge swag. All you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes and you'll automatically be entered to win. We're going to announce the winners of that raffle on our one-year anniversary live stream, which reminds me, we are officially announcing the date of our anniversary stream, Wednesday, July 11th, which is actually technically a week before our actual anniversary date, but I'm going to be out of the country on a family vacation the whatever it doesn't matter Wednesday July 11th we will have the very first live stream of The Last Refuge as we celebrate one year on the air Ah! we are super excited to do this and we hope a ton of you will be able to join us and watch with us TPK Games has graciously offered to host and produce the show for us so we're going to be streaming that day on their Twitch channel which is twitch.tv slash tpk underscore games if I remember to I will also host them on my severely underused Twitch channel so you can watch there as well twitch.tv slash dmjazzyhands but 50-50 I'm going to forget to host them so there you go Uh, we'll announce more information including the start time for that stream 
stream and a few other details in the coming weeks, so stay tuned for that. Remember that you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. We'd love to have you follow us and let us know what you think of the show. Of course, you can also always email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com. We also have a website with character and player bios, details about our anniversary stream will be coming there, and a calendar of what conventions the Last Refuge team is going to be attending this summer. I believe the next one up on the list, our story consultant Robert Hupf is going to be at DiceCon in Orlando, I think. But check the website just to be sure. That address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bistira. Kit. Bria. I was trying I to do what so Flick much. did before, but I don't have the so and before. And... <laughs> Flick. <laughs> it pays to be last sometimes, you know Happy what I mean? Happy gaming, mm-hmm. y'all. DM, can you plug your ears? Because these aren't actually options we're discussing. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, let me just walk (laughs) in the other room. (laughs) Um, For the listeners at home, he's still here. Um, (laughs) Here, I'll mute Skype. um, He didn't I think, where where was I? Um, (laughs) I mean, if we just start talking about him and, like, talk about, like, the the eyeliner he's, he's wearing right now. Um... Maybe he'll think that we're actually discussing something else, and it'll be really funny when he goes back to listen to this. <laughs> oh, yeah, and when he goes to edit this, he's not going to be furious. <laughs> I'm real nervous, because uh, yeah. you're all laughing. Also, okay, okay, um, uh, okay very quickly. Um, where was I? That's distracted me. Um, 